0: Welcome to Globally Minded Medicine, a podcast of quick reviews and helpful tips on medical topics, cultures, customs, and sustainable practices that are applicable at home and abroad. The opinions
1: expressed are our own and do not represent those of our schools or our employers and are not meant for medical advice. It's just a little education
0: and global exploration. Hello, welcome back to Globally Minded Medicine. Today, we have Antonella Lontano, and she is going to be talking to us about Lessons learned in global medicine, and we are so happy to have her here on the podcast with us. Welcome.
1: Hello, thank you, Dr. Wordle. Thank you for listening in and giving me this um, this moment to kind of just have a platform and be able to like speak a little bit about my experiences.
0: Wonderful. Yeah, it's great to have you. So let's just start off with letting you tell us a little bit about how you got into global medicine.
1: The moment that it all started, <laughs> um, I guess it started when uh, i came to america as a first generation immigrant when you come into a different culture a different setting you notice how different things are from country to country different norms different cultures different practices so um just growing up in an ethnically diverse family it just taught you to appreciate the differences and like the beauty and differences in different cultures and how important it is to actually be able to have that knowledge and be able to apply it in everyday life Definitely growing up as a, as, a, as a kid and going to the doctors wasn't always the easiest thing. My mom didn't speak English, so it was kind of like a barrier. You, you were kind of put in into like an adult role at a very young age. So things like that growing up that kind of exposed me to just opening my mind a little more um, definitely got me interested in global medicine.
0: Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That is, a I think, a common challenge for a lot of first-generation children uh, where they are kind of pushed into adulthood. I I liked how you said that. So what are some of the experiences that you've had with global medicine?
1: So actually in undergrad, um, I think it was my sophomore year, my school, Florida Atlantic University, go owls. (laughs) 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 They offered a global health spring break, kind of similar to what we're doing here, but it it was undergrad, so it's less hands-on. It's more you shadowing physicians and seeing and being exposed and getting used to like what really medicine kind of entails. I have shadowed physicians at the time in America, but I've never shadowed physicians abroad. And that was my first time actually seeing or even entering a hospital besides being born (laughs) in Colombia, actually remembering being in a hospital in a different country. And it was definitely eye opening. And I went to Poland, and they actually have free healthcare for the whole the whole country. And it's definitely very different from here. So I was always kind of like someone that was advocate that like, Oh, yeah, we need to have like, um, more healthcare resources. And we should have like, be able to have like, access and have affordable health care, but then you see like going into this world that it is free health care, but then there was like a lot of, a lot of differences from what I'm used to in America. I think one of the like major ones that really shocked me was a patient who they, they lacked a lot of trust in their physicians. Like here, I feel like a lot of physicians are put on, not on a pedestal, but like they are highly regarded. But because they had a free healthcare system, a lot of times they they would feel like they would have a mistrust of, oh, like they they are in it with like, they have like this business with a pharmaceutical company or they're doing this because they don't want to expend resources and like they don't care about us or we're just a number. Like we're, they all they care about is like, being able to conser- conserve resources and that wasn't always the case. It was definitely eye-opening. I didn't I didn't expect that at all coming in from America to, to Poland.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Um we, we definitely do get that here in the US healthcare system, but it's super interesting that it was more apparent to you in Poland. Um certainly seems like it's a, a little more common there. Any other experiences you want to talk about with global medicine
1: yes so i actually shouted a physician well back then he lived in florida but currently he's in arizona he's a vascular surgeon as a vascular surgeon he specializes a lot with diabetic patients who are gonna have like are about to have like an amputation or something so they would come in and like he would do surgery and like fix the clog or fix this and like be able to like save the limb and there's this it's called super, super microsurgery that they perform in South Korea. And so he was interested in it. Um, cause it's a practice that's not very common. He went to South Korea and he practiced along some of these physicians and was able to learn that practice, that uh, super microsurgery. And he, he has like this beautiful case that finally he was able to apply it in. And it wasn't with a diabetic patient at all. It was actually a child, um, uh, who was riding an ATV and she fell over the ATV and completely like severed her hand. And when she came into the hospital, it, it was a while cause they like lived in a rural area. So when she went to the hospital with her parents, everybody said that they weren't able, they weren't going to be able to save the hand, but the family couldn't understand how they can say that she's okay. When she's going to have to live her entire life without a hand, mm-hmm. but everybody in retrospect, like kind of thinks like, Oh yeah. But like, But she's alive, and it's, yeah, but this is a child that is never going to have her, like, her right hand ever again. Like, that could definitely affect her life in so many ways. So he was kind of moved by it, and he didn't, he was kind of relentless, and he's like, no, we're going to have to do something about this. Like, we're not going to, he didn't take no for an answer. He's like, we're not going to accept this, like, as... The solution. (laughs) We're not gonna accept this. Like we can do more. We can go further. And that's when he implemented super microsurgery and he like constructed this whole team and they were able to save this woman's hand. So basically, they like perfuse it. It's it's very complicated. I'm not a vascular surgeon.
0: (laughs) Uh Yeah, that's okay. But yeah, Yeah. he he was able to do this procedure that he had learned outside of the United States and and bring it back, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And he completely changed this girl's life forever.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great example of something that we can definitely learn. Um, sometimes I wonder if growing up in the U.S. healthcare system as a healthcare provider, if sometimes we aren't a little ethnocentric and we kind of think like our way is the best way and it's you know simply not true. There's so much good and so many experts throughout the world and uh, we really need to be willing to learn from others. And I think global medicine certainly is a, is a great way to do that.
1: I think that as a physician, we know, like, we're never supposed to stop learning. <laughs> it's always learning new techniques, new methods, new practices. Science is always changing. We have to keep up, like, we have to stay up to date, like, all the time. So a lot of times, if you think that you are the best, then you don't want to grow anymore, because who says I'm at the top, let me go further. Like, no one says that, really. So we have to kind of be able to check that, check our egos a little bit. I know we work really hard to become physicians, but at the end of the day, like, this is supposed to be a selfless and a humanitarian, like, practice and profession. So we we have a duty to be able to like be on top and like stay and provide the best healthcare alternatives and outcomes for our patients. And the only way to do that would be to never stop learning. <laughs> I know that's a double negative, but. <laughs> uh,
0: no, that's, yeah, I, it's, that's exactly right. Um, certainly, you know, there is this kind of dark side of global medicine where people are like, we're the best and we're going to shed our goodness and greatness upon the rest of the world, Uh, which is, I I think, the wrong way to, to take on global medicine. Really, it should be a much more humble approach where you realize that there is so much you can learn from wherever you're visiting, and there's really a lot of reciprocity, right? A lot of sharing. Let me share what we have and know. Share with me what you have and know, and When you go with that approach, the growth that everyone experiences is so much higher. So I think that's a great point. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, What other lessons or tips have you gained or do you think that we can gain through global medicine experiences?
1: I think it kind of just expands on what you said earlier. Um, I believe that uh, if you go in with a mindset that like a humble mindset that you want to absorb everything as a sponge and not going in as like, Oh, we're here to help and nothing further. Like I think if you are able to just be willing to take everything in and take everything as a lesson and knowing that like any little information or any experience can, you you never know when it come up again in your life or where it can help you later on in life. And if we have that mentality, then we would be able to become maybe more culturally competent physicians. <laughs> right. There's no better way to relate to a patient who is different than you if you're like hey i actually visited that place or like hey i know exactly what you're talking about or like oh i know exactly like what could be your issue because you have like i know the diet that you have there or like i know the norms or i know the culture or i know what kind of barriers you're facing in the like in everyday life because i lived it i experienced it and right there at that moment like even if it's something so minuscule as like Oh, you're Colombian. Oh, I love arepas. Like just saying something so little as that, like it just breaks down those walls of like patient and physician, like dissonance. Yeah. Um, And being able to just kind of bond through one little thing would make your patient a lot more receptive. So like what you're saying, because you they feel that you understand them and their background, as well as they have more trust in you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I do love arepas. So I I get that example. No, absolutely. That's so true. I remember um, seeing a patient once whose English was perfect. There was no communication issue at all. But she was from a Spanish-speaking country and here for a sporting event. And she was going through a medical issue. And even though she was able to communicate just fine in English, when we discovered that she was from a Spanish-speaking country, and we said, oh, do you speak Spanish? And we started speaking Spanish to her. Her anxiety level just calmed down. It was just that connection that she needed. Even though there was no communication barrier, it was something special that we could connect with. And again, when you can do that either through language or through culture, through experience, all those are ways to connect to your patient. And certainly that is, is, that's an additional thing that we gained from global medicine experience is the ability to connect connect with a a wider audience, for sure.
1: Yeah, and I feel like there is a lot more to global medicine um, beyond cultural competency, beyond humanitarian. We can also get involved in research. Um, We can be able to see how, like, actually other healthcare maybe systems are working and see how maybe we are able to implement maybe those practices into our practices and see maybe how we can save resources. I feel like someone out in the middle, uh, like, let's go back to prehistoric times, like somehow someone figured out ways to like, heal another person and like in the most primitive ways possible. And sometimes when we're like, so advanced, and so far into like medicine, we forget the most basic things like in medicine. And I feel like, being exposed to maybe another uh, another system that doesn't have the same resources that us kind of opens up our eyes like, hmm, yeah, like maybe it would help just putting that patient in a prone position. Like since we don't have medication, like that's the best we could do. Or like when you are put in those situations where you're just limited, I, I think like you're able to find other methods and problem solve differently and be able to like become uh, like what maybe... 10 doctors <laughs> could do in a, in a hospital, you're able to do it in, like as just one, a single person. Cause you're like the only person in that village or you're the only person in that area. And I think that that's, I think that's very like inspiring. Yeah,
0: no, <laughs> and absolutely. very
1: admirable to do. Yeah. I, I haven't done that yet, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying that's the, what kind of attracts me of global medicine.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do remember conversations with various colleagues, um, in other countries, and I'll ask them, hey, if somebody came to me with this issue, I would do, you know, X, Y, Z, and they would smile and say, yeah, we don't have X, Y, Z, or we have it, but it's just not accessible to the patient, um, extremely cost prohibitive, um, or it's on the we're on the island and there that's on the mainland and the transport there would be difficult. And so I say, okay, well, what do you do? And they're like, well, you remember those things you learned in medical school, like a good physical, <laughs> a good <laughs> history, right? Like, remember these things, and you look at them, and you form these differentials. And it really helps reinforce those core skills. Sometimes we get a little reliant on advanced technologies and ready resources, like you were saying, and these experiences in lower resource areas. remind us we can do a lot more than we realize without some of those advanced technologies if we take the time and and do the basics thoroughly and well and so i i know i've learned a lot from my colleagues in in that area
1: and you can also like apply that back in america because if a patient is financially financially maybe not as stable or doesn't have the allocations to be able to like get all the testing done, being able to like actually have other methods to help them instead of just being like, oh no, you have to get this like $700 like procedure done or you have to like, or like or you 7, know, like medication <laughs> or 7,000. Yeah like, yeah, like right? maybe, okay, maybe if you don't wanna take this route, maybe there is other alternatives and being, being able to provide those alternatives is I think a huge aspect of like what you gain from global medicine.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, the internet's an amazing thing. It connects us all. So being able to be involved in a different country and help a different country without actually physically having to go there is possible in global medicine. They are those alternatives. If if your strong suit is like research, not really more hands-on or you have a family and you can't go abroad, there's still other ways to help and incorporate um, global medicine into your practice or to like as a physician.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. A lot of people think that it has to be that you get on an airplane and go somewhere, but there's a lot of global medicine that can happen right here. Um, Sometimes, even without you trying, because it's just all around us. And so, um, as you as you develop these um, skills and uh, knowledge and abilities around global medicine, it helps you even in your everyday practice. So, I absolutely agree with that. Do you have any global medicine plans coming up in your future? Anything you hope or want to do?
1: Yes, I've previously traveled to Africa. <laughs> it was like a backpacking trip as a kid. I don't know how my mom allowed me to do things like this. <laughs> but, um, I did and I had a great time and I loved it. Uh, when I visited, I definitely saw the, the need and um, the disparities compared to like what it is in the US. So um, I always wanted to go back and be able to like actually help and pro- provide aid. Um, I'm also in the HPSP program, so Army. Yeah, actually, one of the things that really attracted me to it uh, was being able to practice abroad. And they do provide, like, different... Locations. Um, I actually picked Army specifically because they had the most locations. <laughs> I know Air, for- Air Force has France, but Army has like South Korea, Japan, like um, I think like Italy, Germany. So I want to be able to go out there, and I know I'm going to be working for a U.S. base, U.S. military base, but I still want to have be able to have um, that opportunity while I'm abroad to get to know people or people who are other doctors who are as well in the same profession or in the same like specialty that I'm in to be able to maybe learn from them as well as the different cultures and the different norms and the living situations and conditions and better prepare myself when I do come back to the U S to be able to kind of just spread whatever I learned abroad and help as many people as possible, whether it be that they're from um, wherever I visited or whether it be just for other conditions that I, that I just came across.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. I um have several military physician friends that have just had wonderful experiences, and they do have a lot of cooperative um, agreements and uh, experiences with local healthcare system, with the local community, and so there's there's quite a bit of opportunity there, and they make wonderful global physicians. Um, throughout the rest of their careers as well. Um, so, you're, yeah, you have a bright future. That's exciting. Um, uh, we really want to thank Antonella for joining us here on Globally Minded Medicine and being willing to reflect on her global medicine experiences that she's had and share with us the lessons she has learned and some of her thoughts in that area. So just to sum up, if global medicine means more than just helping but learning and growing and really connecting, you might be globally minded. Stay globally minded, my friends.